the podcast. And there you have it. That is the new jingle. <laughs> Welcome to this month's edition of the Dan Chronicles, the audio edition. And I wanted to thank you for joining me today. Yeah, I guess this is the second one. And I wanted to spice things up with a little bit of music. So I've got a little intro song, which you just hear, and then a little bump in between this random rambling. Uh, and before I start talking about the rambling stories, and then a little bit of music at the end too. So I don't know. It makes me very happy. I like when podcasts, well, I guess all podcasts now just have music because like the people have the ability to just commission music and songs now. And so like, why not? And that's what I thought too. Why not? Uh, and if this is the first one you're listening to, welcome. I've decided to try something new with my whole monthly newsletter and release an audio edition. Cause like I always have more stuff to say on these topics and I figured why not put a microphone in front of myself and start rambling. Um, I'm sure that some people would find it nice and enjoyable. And if that's you, great. And if not, you don't have to listen. The newsletter is still being written and published exactly as usual. So you can just read it. And yeah, that brings us uh, to the stories. Now it's time for the stories. All right. So the first thing I talk about this week is probably the best movie that I have seen in several years. And I've seen many good movies recently. And this one shoots to the top. In fact, it might be one of my favorite movies of all time. And that movie, of course, is everything everywhere all at once. And I was looking forward to this movie when they first announced it. One, I really like A24. They are a distribution studio and their curation of films is just on point. I don't like everything that they do, but if they are putting out a movie, there's a really good chance that I will enjoy it. And so they announced this movie. It was A24. And the other sticking point for me was that it was directed by the Daniels. So two gentlemen named Daniel partner together and do directing. And I knew that it was their new film. Their uh, feature length film directorial debut was the absolutely magnificent Swiss Army Man where Daniel Radcliffe plays a dead body. Um, that was fantastic. And I really thoroughly enjoyed that movie. It was just really creative and their direction was really good. And I've also really followed them back when they did music videos. They've done a bunch of music videos, probably my favorite of which was Turn Down for What, that popular song. They just created a really kind of surreal, smart, fun music video that is usually on my list of videos where if a bunch of people are sitting around sharing YouTube videos. That's always one that I'll pull up just because I think it's so creative. And so when I saw that they were creating a new film and that it was going to be distributed by A24, I figured that it would be really good. And so I finally got around to see it. I saw it opening weekend in the theaters. And I mean, it was everything that I wanted it to be and more. In fact, I was so hyped before it came out that I was worried that I was going to be disappointed. And even with that much excitement, it exceeded my expectations. So good film, highly recommended if you get a chance to see it. Uh, I definitely recommend everything everywhere all at once. The next story is, I guess, about an RPG game, 
but it's less about the game because the game isn't out yet. The game actually doesn't look that exciting to me. I'm like, I'm sure it'll be fine. But what really interests me is the videos of the development process that are being published on YouTube. So he took a, I mean, this new video game is very much inspired by something like Stardew Valley, which fantastic video game. And I imagine it's going to be fairly similar, but they use really cool pixel art. And the guy that's designing all the pixel art started out as an architect. And so he has these videos that are lengthy videos where he kind of talks about the design process and how he goes about, say, designing a bathhouse or designing this person's house or this city. And starting with a blank slate or just the plot of land, uh, starting with use. So you're not just taking a square and plopping things in, but you're sincerely thinking about how your characters or how people would be using the space and then designing it based on that. And I guess for me, it's just always interesting seeing masters at work or people that are really good at something or really good at explaining something, just getting stuff done. Uh, I've at certain points found videos of people from like Twitch that are building SaaS applications because I also find that super interesting. So there's not many of them, but you might be able to find a video or two of just somebody live coding a website. And that is also super interesting to me. Um, This is super interesting to me. And so if you like artwork, you like Spirited Away, that film, it's, it's all in that style. And I found it really, really cool to watch. Oh, wow. The next story. This is a wild one. And this is an old wild one that honestly, I kind of forgot about. There was this long form article from like 2019 or so early 2019. And every once in a while, I'll browse longform.org and try to see if any of these long articles catch my eye. Reading a long form article is definitely a commitment. It's kind of like the length of a short story or it can be. And so once in a while, I'll kind of be in the mood to find one that kind of seems interesting and really dive into it because I find that the long form format is really good at setting the environment, the atmosphere, and really allowing an author to dive into a topic and explore it from all angles. And so I saw this one, which basically the story uh, was that a student, a female student from Sarah Lawrence was living on campus in a house with a few of her friends and her father moves in on campus into this house with her and gradually over time kind of builds sway amongst all these other kids that are living in this college dorm and becomes a cult leader among them. And so he was arrested and being tried for extortion and trafficking and he was convicted as guilty. Spoiler alert. So the conviction came in, which is why the story popped back up on my radar. But I just had to share the original article because it's so mind blowing that just a wild, wild story. Like imagine either your parent or one of your friend's parents moving in on campus at college and somehow being able to convince people to follow him as a cult leader. I mean, not named cult leader, but follow him to the point where it is actually a cult 
it's just wild. It's a wild story. I was reminded of it and I wanted to share it with all of you. The next story is about Dolly. Yes, that's doll with a D, not Wally, but is obviously named similarly to Wally because this is an AI bot that allows you to save phrase something like shrimp budget, the sports team logo. And Dolly will generate something wholly new that has never been created before, an image of whatever you say. And it uses AI to put weird things that whatever you might say together and generates an image of it. And so the first link in here is a few example. It's somebody who I guess is a researcher playing around with different phrases and kind of using side by side uh, analysis to show how the AI bot is thinking. Um, So super interesting to kind of see how the robot puts images together out of nothing using supposed creativity, machine, machine creativity. And then the second kind of part of the thing that I wrote about was from Vox's article on the bot, which dives more into the challenges around artificial intelligence in general and really the inherent bias that is in AI and how do you try to mitigate that bias without forming other biases. And so in the article, the quote that I pull out is specifically the researchers, when they were building Dolly, wanted to filter out sexually explicit images, obviously, uh, because those sort of images cause a disproportionate harm to women. And so they filter them out and then they found that it just generated fewer pictures of women in general, which is its other, another problem. So erasure. So it's just interesting. All of these different challenges that they have trying to overcome these biases when you are building creativity and stuff like that in a machine where the machine can't actually think for itself. It's all kind of being programmed to think. So it's an interesting problem. I haven't spent much brain space in the AI space, so to speak, but reading articles like this and diving into them just presents interesting thought experiments that I wanted to pass along in case you found it interesting too. And then this last story, I'm really not going to talk about it much. Um, Elon Musk is being Elon Musk. He first bought a majority stake in Twitter and then he put forward that he wants to buy the entire company, but like it might be a joke. I don't know. He said he was going to buy it for $54 and 20 cents and notice the per share, but notice the 420 stuck in there, of course. So who knows what is actually happening, but I did think it was really funny. The onion had an article that was supposedly an editorial by Elon Musk called please like me, which I found a pretty sharp satire of his whole persona. So I wanted to pass that along. And also, I mean, I shared this in here too, just billion, a billion dollars or a billionaire is just, it's conceptually much too big for even the human brain to comprehend. So this is something that's been floating around for a while. You might've heard this before, but basically if you were given $5,000 every single day from the day of Christopher Columbus Uh, Like when he arrived in 1492, he arrived in the Americas to today, like every day you're getting $5,000, you still wouldn't have a billion dollars. It's insane. 
it, it's so much more than a million dollars. And so we just need to do something about billionaires because I think I was reading somewhere that the uh, income or the wealth disparity right now is at the highest levels since before the French French revolution. So <laughs> pretty wild to think about, but there is, there's a lot of income inequality and it's annoying to have to pay attention to people like Elon Musk, who does annoying things. Like, yeah, I mean, he also does great things, but largely like, I don't know, this is just stupid. So I'm sharing it anyway. Enjoy. And that brings us to the end of this month's newsletter. I really hope you enjoyed it. Maybe you're listening to this. Maybe you're just reading it. Whatever you're doing, I love you. And I will see you next month.